Hey, what's going on, social media? Thank you for joining us tonight for Bottoms Up Perspective, episode 78. So we're close to the 80 mark, so we've been doing it for a while now. So today, we go talk exactly about just that. We go talk about live streaming, but a little different. We go talk about how you utilize live streaming to get your brand known and for marketing purposes for a small to mid-sized business or even a solopreneur. So I have the perfect guest tonight and her name is DJ. And um, I think a lot of you know her. So um, DJ Durante, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself. So let's welcome DJ. Yay. Yay, thank you so much, Kevin. I appreciate the invite, Gabe. He's not here yet. I'm sure he'll pop on through, but. Thank him for connecting us and bringing the awareness of you and your work. And then the team over here, Aldrich and Jeremy. So Hello. Well, let's shout out to the people on the uh, the show. Um, we got Mackenzie. Hey, Mackenzie. Um, Gabe just hopped on. So I want to say hey, hi Gabe. to Gabe. Yep. So. I knew it. Anyways, yeah, thanks to him. That's what I was just saying before. I don't know if he caught that, but thanks to him and connecting and his wonderful posts and way he's, you know, really uh, bringing us all together as live stream creators. And I've been loving it. I've been doing this a year. It's going to be a year in January. So I feel like it's gone by so fast. And I made it to 30 episodes. I missed a couple weeks. We're human. And, you know, but I try to be consistent. That's just part of the game, right? It absolutely is, and I want to say hi to um, um James P. Just hop on as well. So here's James. So what's up, James? Thank you so much for always being such a good supporter. Appreciate it. Yeah, give those shout outs. Show some love, community. Like that's what it's all about. I love yeah. building community. A little bit about me. You don't. You, I think our audience right now knows me, but for future replay. Uh, your followers that don't know me, I'm DJ. I'm a disability navigator during the day and um, Air Force veteran. And I've worked in social services over 20 years uh, with people with mental health issues and have gone through trauma and have been just in different types of systems. So uh, social systems. So I've just been always an advocate for mental health, disability and trauma and when I came across live streaming and Gabe was going at it every day, five days a week, like a beast and a boss, I just was watching and learning and absorbing. And I took it upon myself to finally pump out my own show. <laughs> uh, really founded on that mayhem that we all carry because we're all so similar with what our experiences are and trauma disability mental health issues it, you know it's nothing to really like uh talk neg- negatively about really we should just all embrace it and just make all our information and our content that much more welcoming and inclusive so absolutely and want to shout out to chris swanson thank you for joining us tonight so hello chris, hello, yeah. chris. Katie so that's, that's neat yet. dj so during the day Uh, So you're a social worker and then you also work with mental health, correct? I work with job seekers. I do work with job seekers and that's kind of how I ended up on LinkedIn platform. But I Mm. do work with job seekers with disabilities. I do uh, have a lot of knowledge when it comes to social security, disability, 
and information related to that. So I just, you know, I'm a state worker. I'm a poor state worker. <laughs> I really okay. work from my heart. I'm a public servant. <laughs> no, and that's awesome to hear, right? Because when we talk about the whole live streaming, a lot of times I feel as a marketer, I work with a lot of SMEs, right? It's scary to them because they overthink it. So when they think about live streaming and producing a show, and I want it straight from you. So you're a social worker during the day, right? Have you done anything like, like have you done live broadcasting before? No, no, never. Gabe was the first like StreamYard link I ever clicked on and had the camera <laughs> like shine a light on my face. So, I so remember I made a joke about I got a ring light and I had an adult beverage and I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> my is so bad and I was so nervous, but you know, we all have to take that step forward. So what was the knowledge you have regards to producing a show or anything like that? Zero, nothing. I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been a caseworker my whole life. I've been taking documentation and spending time with people in the field, um, in like meetings of different professionals of mental health, psychiatric substance abuse, different other types of services, housing, homelessness, I mean, you name it, abuse. And um, and then, so the camera was very new when, and Zoom was very new when COVID hit, but it quickly became my friend. And I always say that, like, I've just I always shied away from it. But at that point, I, I was like, okay, you know, we're gonna have to make this work, it's COVID. So that really changed a lot. There's <laughs> I had to on the camera, but honestly, and I make this joke too. I wanted to be a podcaster so I could just hide behind the camera. <laughs> just, <laughs> just voice, or yeah, just a voice. So, <laughs> so what? What was the re what motivated you to do a show? Yeah, I wanted to ask um, that too. Yeah, yes. Oh, what motivated me? Okay, so obviously <laughs> I'm full of energy. <laughs> just a just a way to divert your energy <laughs> I'm, a person. I'm, I'm an extrovert and i really have a passion for what i do and it's just finding a way to bring it all together and it just felt natural when i started watching gabe and he really was able to talk about topics that were just not your traditional linkedin topics and he always puts his own personal spin on it and i thought that was really refreshing and that was really like and he was well embraced so i really like that and then travis as well and travis isn't here but you know he really mm. has his own approach and it's very unique and i really followed their lead so if you know, it was just really natural to gravitate towards energy that you find um, kind of fits within your value system and, and just kind of, you know, uh, embrace the, the knowledge that they share with you. And that's how I've been able to just keep going at it. And I know with time kind of there's ebb and flows of relationships and contact and communication right you communicate with someone a little more here and there and then there's a time where you don't speak for a couple weeks or a couple months but there's always that natural like thank you so they really know i'm super appreciative and i will always and tim i know tim i saw tim's name 
but he's also been a mentor, Brian Schulman. I mean, it was just watching them and I was, they're like, go, go do it. You can do it. I'm like, no, I can't, you can do it. <laughs> so, our, so, so really quick, our first question for the night. Um, so Chris asks, how do you prepare before doing a live stream? Good okay. question. I prepare very, Nick. Oh goodness. Yes. Oh yes, my yes. Nick. Another one. Another one. I'm so glad you're here. It's been so long, Nick. My goodness. I feel like warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I hope your I hope your new baby is like wonderful. My goodness. Um, but yeah, he was streaming too, so it was watching them. How do I prepare? Back to the question. Listen, I prepare. I do. I take notes, I do outlines. Like I am very meticulous in my work. I I take my anxiety, I take my personal mayhem and I try to use it in a positive way. <laughs> I, I and 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 so I check and I recheck and I make a checklist and I make a checklist for that checklist and and then I cross check the checklist and that's how I prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, and anxiety, you we've done like this for like a year, right? Close to a year. Yeah. Where does that anxiety come from? Is it more more of a because you want it to be perfect yeah because you want it to be perfect or you want to hit the the points yeah i mean there's a lot to it there's so much going on internally within us right we have all the childhood pain we have the stuff we carry from our little wounds when we were children so you know there's mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. there there's pain there that makes me want to quote unquote be an overachiever i was in the military and i was you know went to college and i got a bachelor's degree i pursued grad school i wanted to get my master's in mental health and be a counselor i finished all my courses i made it to internship and practicum and i choked i was like i don't know if i want to really do this anymore wait 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 wait, wait what so i and that was a reality check right but you know you keep doing it like the passion's still there to help people and i know like the the need is still there the need and the purpose is is important for me so it's been able to take all that with my anxiety and my like behavioral and mental quirks and really just focus i talk a lot about focus or people that know me know that i'm very focused so mm -hmm. I like to focus my energy and stay very true and and not get too far ahead of myself. I like to just stay within like a few steps of what I need to be doing. The rest I'm not going to worry about. So I just I run a couple checklists internally maybe more so. <laughs> but I do that that comes that I mean, comes with experience, right? That comes yeah, with experience. The, yeah. the more you do it, the, the easier it gets. Yes, true. I like repetition. I like those repetitive <laughs> because, and then you can refine the process. You can figure out what's not working and take that out and put implement mm. something new, a new strategy to just refine it. Um, so and I don't, I don't like to go too far outside of my wheelhouse. I know where I belong. And I think that's part of it is just staying right where I belong, being true to what I know and, and, you know, being who I am and not really trying to be somebody else, mm -hmm. not really worry so much about it, maybe. Yeah. 
I, I think being being who you are is most important because uh, if you are being true to, true to yourself on the life, then there's pretty much nothing to prepare, right? <laughs> Just be yourself. But if you want to be somebody else, you got to prepare, oh, I'm going to be this other character. There's yeah. more preparation to that. <laughs> and I think that's, that, that's something we need to be aware of too. I think when it comes to live streaming, it's really about... It's interactive. So, like, right mm. now, like, we know yeah. Nick, I know Travis, I know Gabe, and some of the people that are hopping on. Um, it's interactive. And so you can, the difference is, like, you yes. have ways where you can record a video and post it, right? But yeah. you, you can't build relationships because these people are after the fact. They might like it. They might comment. But when you're on a live stream, it's all happening in real time. So yeah. you can talk to them, you can interact with them, you get to know them because they start, if they like your show, they might show back up week after week. Um, I know a lot of our crew, we support each other, we jump on each other's show and get to know each yeah. other as well. And on top of that, the name of the, I think the live streaming game has changed. Used to, I think there was a lot of live streaming on, let's say Facebook before LinkedIn came along and uh a lot of it was just, um, I call it talking head, you know, like live streaming. It's I've always, you know. And I'm like, oh, is that what I am? Right? You know, like you question it, like, oh, is that what I am? I mean, yeah. and a lot of it isn't conversational. It was more like, hey, hi, I'm an expert here, and here's okay. 10 steps to do this, or let's talk about really deep marketing topics and let's dive into XYZ, right? Mm -hmm. But th those are things you can find on YouTube. I think people are utilizing the live streaming platform. I think early 2000s and today has changed so much, right? Uh, like you, DJ, you, you're a, you're into mental health. That's kind of your passion. And that's yeah. the things you care about. So you're not necessarily doing a live stream in order to convert customers to buy something, <laughs> correct? You're no. doing it for more of... Hey, let's put the message out there. Yeah, awareness, advocacy, community yep. building. Yeah, yep. community mm. building. And you've created a brand, right? A personal brand, yes. right? Yes. Silver Fox Talks because of, you know, your hair, you know, uh, the way you are, your uniqueness, you know, attributes of yourself. And right. same thing with us, right? So Eldrick, Jeremy, myself, um, our crew started live streaming the day after the President Trump announced that, you know, there's a pandemic in the U you know, in the world, right? So that's when we started doing our episodes and 78 episodes there, you know. Um, really, we've gone from talking about marriage to dating to um, how it is to live in Asia during the pandemic. Um, to marketing talks, to business talks, to cryptocurrency. We've wow. talked about so much things, but it's not because we're experts at any of it, right? A lot of it, we aren't experts. Maybe marketing, no. right? Because that's my job. <laughs> but we did it out the idea, hey, we're just everyday people on a journey, and we want to get to know you and share our perspective. Right? Cool. Right, yeah. And I think when it comes to live streaming in that format, you know, I think people overthink it. They get into this habit of planning so much that they just don't do it. 
And I think the first step to live streaming and to go back to Chris's question is to do it. Yes, do it. Put yourself out there. You know, yes. the, I Schedule always tell it. even Schedule my clients, don't thing. pick yep. a day, go pick a day and go live. Just yep. pick a day. You can't plan too much, right? Or you end up over planning. And the truth is, when you first start live streaming, you might only have two people watch your show. So <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. I mean, we still have days after 78 episodes where there's no one shows up on our show. <laughs> so it's just Jeremy, El Jeremy Eldrick, and myself talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the key is just doing it. I mean, you can do an outline of kind of, hey, what, what, what's the scope? What, what's, it's understanding why you're doing it. Yeah. I think once you yeah. understand why you're doing it, then you can naturally create topics that, I love what DJ said, she stays in her wheelhouse, her lane. Mm. You know, what mm. she feels comfortable talking about already because that's her passion. Right. It's safe for me. It's safe for me. And, you know, I really do enjoy it. I really find like, and everyone has that within themselves. Everyone has to really dig into themselves. So it's so exciting. I really do love live streaming. I've fallen in love with the, like you said, the engagement and the interaction with the community and everyone that's present and just everyone engaging and sharing their stories and their similarities and their barriers. And then everyone like providing also value to each other. It's not me just, you know, selling you something or providing or telling you you have to do something in a specific way. It's really just hopefully just bringing people community and resources and information that they can go research themselves and just have a little bit more awareness and knowledge too. Yep. So you James know, is asking us, is there yeah. a setup on Zoom to do live stream for LinkedIn? Um, so with LinkedIn, I think that first you got to, I mean, it's been beta for a long time, but the truth is you have to apply for LinkedIn life. So once they approve you, they'll email you a set of um, third party tools that you can stream with. Um, so there's a few. So um, take a look at that. But you can go on LinkedIn, just Google, you know, live streaming on LinkedIn and then just apply for it. They're more, are they more generous with the, that? that you know approval now i guess yes, they because are, in earlier in the days approving a lot of people now yeah okay yep use it let's use it is shaking his head why why, why that Aldrich? <laughs> no it's, it's um when uh, i don't know it's, uh, when you have more people doing the same thing it, it just uh it can be a very exciting thing but at the same time it you you kind of get more people talking about the the same topics but at a more superficial level and mm -hmm. i think uh back to the lane that silver fox wants to stay on when we talk about mental health i do think that uh if you are into content marketing if you're into <coughs> producing content and mm -hmm. if you cross reference to what other people produces you you do run into mental health issues whether it's a light one or or some some form of a serious ones because then you start to realize that there's there's a lot of um, clones. I'm putting it in a very nice way, okay? <laughs> a lot of clones. Okay. Um, there's a lot of uh, pretenders, so to speak. It, it, it's it's very easy. You dig into the profile, and you can see that 
you know, it's it's one of those uh, fake it till you make it uh, imposter syndrome and things like that. And and then, well, it's perfectly nothing wrong with you. You start doubting yourself, like, why am I doing this? I'm surrounded by all these people. And mm. in truth, you probably wouldn't want to be associated with most of your peers. Like, you know, I, I don't want to. But when you want to, but you do, you still want to stand out. So it's a very lonely battle in, in a military way of saying it. It's, it's very lonely. If, if you believe in what you do, you believe in what you say, and you're authentic, you know that your peers are maybe not so, they're not that in-depth, they don't know as much as you do. Over time, you, you get a little more quiet. So, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. So as you get more and more, it's, it's a cycle. You get more and more people live streaming and then you get more and more people drop out. So then you, you wait and see who remains. It's not just live streaming. Uh, writing is the same thing. LinkedIn yeah. content is the same thing. Instagram is the, is the same thing. And, and you know, you, you have Instagram influencers now that are not humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, that, that poodle wow. is cute. Oh, well, it's like uh, that, that kitty is cute. That. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, sorry. It, it's like, it's like, what? what why? <laughs> so there, I think, there will uh, be, there, there will be a so, live stream of four robots soon. Yeah. AI talking I, to AI. I, I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> surprised, but I think, I think that, uh, I think that Solar Fox is on the right lane now because uh, mental health is, is the thing. Uh, I I write for uh, a health and fitness publication on on Medium, and mental health as a tag as a topic is like right on top. The second one, which is on like fitness, is a distant second. So it's like everyone when when you when you show that mental health is the number one topic, everyone suddenly becomes a mental health expert. Okay, <laughs> like you know. Take atomic habits. Uh, you need to have uh, 30 minutes for yourself. Go take a walk. Go to the park. Go for a run. Have coffee. Detach from your phone. Meet up with your friends. Connect. I'm like, seriously, it's overdone, dude. It's like 100 times. That I have like 100 people telling me 100 times that you should do this. No, dude. That's not what mental health is about. Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> that's what mental health is about. But anyway... Um, oh wow! That's what I think. Uh, so. I love so, it. Sorry for the. Uh, I love it. Sorry for the balls on the wall, but uh, you know. No, uh, I think that happened to me today. Earlier today, it's like you know, once I start opening and I start going, it just goes. <laughs> mayhem, true. mayhem! Unleash your mayhem, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, so. I brought a new guest. So do do when. Because you talk a lot about mental health and things like that. Yeah. Disability at, and trauma. Something yeah. else that's moving up and I've been talking more and more is digital accessibility. Mm. Mm -hmm. Talked about that earlier today with Tim about how important and popular and just knowing and being paying attention to how you're making content and making sure it's accessible to everyone, uh, visually impaired, um, making sure you're hearing captions screen readers can read your images so you know that's also becoming more relevant quickly 
and it's a topic that needs more discussion. So, and I think a lot of people don't think about it too, because you know, even with my company, we build websites, right? But the yeah. importance of building websites that's actually, you know, Ooh. accessible, right? For Let's people, talk about that, and, Kevin. And a lot of people don't talk about that stuff, right? The importance of hey, uh, it's not fair if someone who's visually impaired, you know, they can't, uh, you know they can't have the full experience that everyone else can on a website. Yes. yes. And there's actually laws out there that is a requirement, yes. but Thank a lot you. of people don't even know about it. So you can actually get so, sued if you have a company Waycog. Waycog. that's not accessible. Yep. Waycag or Wacog? I, I call it Waycag. Waycag? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I, I call it, it WCAG. WC, yeah. Look yep. it out. They're ADA 508. <laughs> yep. Because I, I mean, our website is, and a lot of digital marketing agencies don't even think about it, but it's so important. You Thank know, you. It's, it's you like a real, real thing out there. So, yes. Yep. So that's something that I think I'm going to be talking a lot more about as I'm creating content. I'm talking about mental health, disability. I'm finding my way. I've, I had a battle. Listen, I'm not going to, I don't know who, does anybody sponsor your show? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. So I know you're, I know who we're using as your stream provider. And I had to switch from this stream provider to another stream provider because of accessibility issues and being able to integrate Otter, Otter okay. AI. So, you know, but going back to websites, you know, I used, I highlighted my website that using one of those little accessibility widgets that you put on the website and just really just adding that adds so much value and accessibility to your services. But then watching your marketing funnels, like how are, you know, they going to make it from the website, one click, two click method. I mean, you lose so much um, wonderful, loyal customers. Like once they find your website and once they find your brand and you're accessible to them, they're going to love you forever. <laughs> they're going to, you know, invest in you and be loyal to you. And that, I don't know how many like marketing companies, agencies really pay attention to that. You know, if your visually impaired customers can find your website and access your services easily and um, simply and be able to understand what they're buying and, you know, they get that same, almost the same experience. I mean, customer for life. That is so true. Oh, thanks, Gabe. <laughs> I know, Gabe. I know. I was trying not to call anybody out. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No problem. So, so DJ, tell us, well, who are you using for live streaming then? Right. Hmm. I'm using Restream now. Restream. Okay. Yep. For when I do my guests. So, I've been trying to do a little side gaming on Twitch. <laughs> Okay. Awesome. <laughs> that's when I use that's when I go into using Slavs or uh, Streamlabs OBS. So, how, tell me a little how you are incorporating accessibility to your stream. Ooh, good question. Um, so, if you stream on Twitch, I don't think you stream on Twitch, but on there you can integrate uh, extensions into your Twitch page. Uh, but it, you have to do it and you have to choose that as one of the panels or components on your Twitch page. It's not as easy. I think Facebook, you know, provides those captions and stuff and they've done that for a long time. But I mean, that's one way, but just being conscientious of like all the movement and all the visuals and, you know, being careful with sounds, uh, background noise can also help speaking clearly 
pronunciating, mm-hmm. making sure you have a stream, uh, captioning service that uh, pay attention to your transcription back on YouTube. Just things like that. That yeah, I mean, it awesome. takes extra work. Um, adding alt text to your images. Uh, it's something I've been really working on. Just being a lot more uh, aware of is using those alt text. Like when you're using a, a platform like Instagram or something. Um, but every platform's different. I mean, y'all know how it goes. And you just, and I always am a proponent of saying, learn how to learn the accessibility tools in your software that you use. Whatever software you're using, learn your accessibility. If you're using, or if you're running workshops or facilitating and you're using Teams or Zoom, learn the accessibility features and let your audience and let whoever's in the group know, hey, if you need assistance or that's available, I'm here to assist you. Just verbalizing it creates already a safer, inclusive space. Um, Visual impairment, uh, visual descriptors, I always talk about that. It's always nice to just kind of know what that is or how to do that. Be cognizant of screen readers that Mm. read your website, that read your content. I mean... I, I talked a little bit about that today as well. Just, you know, it's not always a human reading the information. It's sometimes a bot, a computer, an accessible device. I mean, so many things are crawling through your pages reading. <laughs> so. No, that's so good. It's just being aware, right? There's yeah, an audience yeah. out there. How, There's an how audience can... and you got to market it to be more <laughs> compassionate and understanding of that. <laughs> And I think we live in a world where, hey, you know, it's so important to be inclusive, right? Yeah. So this is great. So we're diving into, so when it comes to like the small, medium enterprise, right? Solopreneur using live streaming. So DJ, I know you're connected with a lot of live streamers. I know Gabe is a live streamer. Nate did his share of live streaming as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Trav is definitely a huge live streamer and he teaches people how to stream. So what have you found across all these different shows, all these different channels? What do you look for as a creator in a live stream? Ooh, that's a good question. I love fun. (laughs) I love interactions. I love energy. I think that's important. Um, I like diversity in topics and different perspectives. I want to hear different approaches and different thoughts and be uh, challenged politely. (laughs) Meaningful conversations on like what Aldrich said, not superficial. Like I'm just not one for superficial topics and talking about superficial things. So I'm really just a hard worker. I work during the day at night. (laughs) I stay true to my game. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like literally I have, uh, you know, I, I, I read, I read one, one piece of long form content that's written by someone in your early (laughs) twenties, 10 ways to 10 ways to get rich in six months. I'm like, Sort left. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I appreciate what, what, what you're saying. I mean, like, you, you obviously come with a lot of depth in the angle that you you, you put yourself. I mean, like, I, I, I think it's a very good angle 
Thank you. I don't think there's many people on that orientation too. It's a great stuff. I'm new. I've just been doing this a year, folks. I don't know. I'm just I'm just learning and I'm just growing with everybody. You know, I like to be just equal <laughs> in that sense. Ah, <laughs> uh, equal is a big word. Maybe we should avoid that, that for a while. Before, <laughs> before the conversation spirals in that direction. Like, let's just come back. So what, so what what about, I, I want to hear from Jeremy too. So do you follow anyone else's live stream? It's quite, it's quite hard to follow because um, there's too yeah. many of them, right? And yeah. uh, I mean, honestly, uh, though, though for our live stream, uh, there honestly doesn't have pretty much to prepare um, because we're just talking on what we think we know about this specific topic. Uh, so, so in a sense, in a sense, uh, even though there's not much to prepare, uh, you know, it's, it's really an issue of time, right? Because, yeah, I got a full-time day job, family with, and, uh, you know, the, the pandemic, or in Singapore's case now, it's called endemic, yeah? Living with COVID and all that, all this crazy things going around. Um, it's, it's, I don't really follow live streams, but uh, it's more of uh, YouTube when I need to go into checking certain information, yeah? But... Uh, I think um, if we're going back to this topic about uh, uh, live stream for small medium small medium enterprises, right? Uh, I don't think DJ, what you said about you're just a year in and you're new. I don't think the amount of time you are into it matters because really? you might be yeah you are new to this medium of live stream, but mm -hmm. the expertise and the experience and the knowledge you know is 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 many many years. So it's is within you what you know. It's just that this medium is new. I mean, it's the same way to think about it for, for small medium enterprises, right? Same way to think about it. There's something to think of live stream as another channel, another way uh, yes. to reach to reach their customers, right? To to, to reach, yeah, to broadcast their message. Uh, yes. Something that is different, yeah, that is within their control. Yeah, but of course, they need to learn the technical parts of it, right? Um, but but it's really just another another channel, right? In the past, we used radio, we used TV ads, but those are kind of like in that in that time i mean back back in the days right those mm -hmm. are tools that are sort of out of reach and we need to pay money to access to them mm. yeah so now the difference for smes is that you know the the level field is the, the the playing field is being level yeah so your smes have all these tools available so it's just down to you taking the time to learn it and then broadcast uh what you know your knowledge to mm. to the audience yeah, yes. the only the only bearing of how much time you are into this a year, ten years, five years, the only bearing to that will be uh, it takes time to build that audience. That's it so takes time true. to build the audience. Yeah, um, but that boils down to that boils down to uh, if you're a SME, yeah, small medium enterprise, that boils down to just like everything else, promotion, promoting promoting your your, your stream. Yeah. Yeah, yes. so it goes back down to marketing, basic marketing. So, yes. so yeah, I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree that you know. I disagree that you know. I'm in a year. I'm year into this. You know, I'm new. Well, thank you I, for I don't think that matters. That. No, Just seriously. Polite seriously. <laughs> Politely, polite challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think it matters how long you're into the streaming game because it's okay. just a different tool. Yeah, and those thank tools you. change every day. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I appreciate that. I mean, I appreciate it. I welcome that. I welcome that. So thank you so much. <laughs> Most welcome. <laughs> so 
goodness and i love what jeremy pointed out right because at the end of the day is hey you're an expert in your field right yeah. it's uh, something you truly care about it's authentic mm -hmm. to you so yeah. i mean it's gonna show when you start talking about it yeah mm. and so i think when it comes to you know live streaming i think it's so important to go hey there's a lot of ways to do it and mm -hmm. there's not no one right way. I mean, some mm -hmm. shows are very well produced, you know, the perfect mm -hmm. mic, the perfect camera. But I've seen shows that are not well produced, but because of the content is yeah. so good, they still have like 30, 40 people popping on the show. So I think at the end of the day, it's like, what is, is, is there value you're bringing to the table? Um, it depends on your personality. It depends the topics you're talking about. Yeah. It also depends on how you're building relationships and community. So if you're a small business, you know, or a solopreneur or just someone, a hobbyist, right? Looking to build brand. Right? Passion project. Yeah. Passion, passion project. project. You, passion project. Have, you have to understand first before you start is why am I doing it? Right. But for me, that was easy. Yeah. Right. It's like, I just have all this to say and I need a, I need that medium and live stream was very easy to fulfill that medium of how can I get this message across? So, and, you I, know. and I think it's like what Jeremy said, it, uh, you know, when all these tools start started happening and social media it yeah. leveled the playing field, right? You don't yeah. no longer need to be a studio or a videographer hmm. or a production That's company so in order to do a live stream. If you have something you want to talk about, you can talk about it. And if people don't like you and there's haters out there, it's fine too. It doesn't matter, right? Uh, because now we live in a world where, hey, these tools are there for you to amplify your why, your message. And right. hey, so, your message isn't for everybody. And, right. But guess what? It's almost like dating, right? You know, <laughs> right. there's someone for you out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most people. <laughs> but, okay. you, you know, you just got to do it. You got to put yourself out there, right? Uh, you and commit to yourself. You got to commit to yourself in that purpose first. <laughs> yep. And I, you I got these tools. I have a few points to make, um, you know, on, on live stream. Um, in the past, there's broadcast television, right? Yeah. Everything, everything is scripted, right? Perfection, right? Word for word, timing, pacing, everything. Then what, what that later turned into was uh, what we call reality TV. I think reality TV is not really real, right? I think it's semi-scripted or they have a framework and then um, you play around, along that framework depending on whatever nature of the reality TV is, right? Those are for entertainment. Um, then you come to a live stream and, and that's, that's kind of like, you know, the, another level, right? Cause I don't, I don't know whether you call it another level up or another level down because there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. There's no script. You, you just need right. to say whatever comes to your head. You can't script it because of the interaction. Everything is organic. Everything is dynamic. Yeah. So, True. so, so there's this kind of a, I don't know you want to call it evolution or, or reverse evolution, whatever you call it. But, but I think that's where the difference is. You, you, yeah. you want to do a live stream, there's nowhere to hide, you know, you just have to be real. Otherwise, otherwise it will be what Audric said, right? Everything is superficial. And, and to your point, Kevin, you have haters, right? Uh, on, of your stream. I don't think having haters is a bad thing. Why? Because if you are superficial, it's very hard to get haters. 
people just don't watch anymore. So you don't even have the attention, you don't even command the attention till you get haters, right? So I think having haters mean that you are, you have a certain personality or you are good in a topic, you've dived so deep that people think otherwise of you. There will yeah. always be haters because, right, there's always two sides to a coin. So I don't think being haters is a bad thing. It might be an indication that you, you are doing something right to have people having alternate views to challenge you not so politely. That's how I would see haters. <laughs> right, troll yeah. your pages. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So Chris, Chris Swanson was asking, have you guys heard of the Meetup app? The Meetup app? Yeah. Meetup or Meet Me? It says Meet Me, but... Meet Me app. Meet Me app. I've heard of me up, which is but a fit plenty of fish, isn't that? I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I, I know plenty of fish. Isn't that a dating app? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I probably I don't know what that is and TikTok. I don't really do TikTok. I listen marketing strategy. I'm trying. Like okay, I need to learn to do like short reels, like TikToks. Like I gotta get myself out there. <laughs> but so I don't know. I really don't know. I don't use TikTok. I don't really make short videos. But I know like that's super important, and I know that that's a strategy I want to implement. And I know that I just need like a really good business coach. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just really get a super like awesome business strategy for 2022. So I can just like, once I get focused and I know that plan, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and there's so many things like that, like so many different websites and platforms and like what works for you and what really is true. To and I know there's like trial and error and you got to try what works for your brand and within your, the systems you already have in place, right? Things that already mm -hmm. cohesively like work together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you want to have like batching and like make work where it's just efficient to right, evergreen and then you can make shorter form of content. So, you know, I'm, learning all those skills and techniques as a small business and just really figuring out what is good for you to move to that next part of your business to move forward or scale it. Um, but I, it's a lot, like you don't realize how much it is until you're like, hmm. maybe look up. <laughs> I don't wanna look up too much. I'll just stay right here and work, but you know, it can be overwhelming and that's part of it. So it's like, wow, really figuring out what works for you, keeping a balance in your life and knowing what's within your control and your wheelhouse and just being able to listen to others and ask for help, I think is also part of success to having, you know, cause it's a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. No, and I think DJ brought up a really good point, right? So when you think about creating content, so when we're talking about a small solopreneur, mid-sized mm -hmm. business, think about it. It takes a lot of work to produce video content. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're not a videographer or you don't have a videographer that's accessible, and if you need to pay for someone, it can get expensive because you have videography, the shooting part, which is pre-production, and then you got the production part, which is doing it, and then the editing, post-production, right? So anytime you produce a video, you're looking at anywhere from a thousand and up, okay? Think about it really quick. When you're live streaming, doesn't matter if you're a restream, StreamYard, these tools, you're looking at monthly, 
fee, even at the premium, maybe 60 a month, right? Okay. You're able to hop on your show, spit out golden nuggets. If you, you're really an expert in your field, you can share your heart out. It gives you a place to just talk and think mm-hmm. about the best content. Okay. So my company do production too, right? And a lot of times there's people that I get on camera or my production team does, and they have a hard time just coming up with raw content. And so what do they do? They ask our team to ask them questions and it becomes easier. Think about it for a minute. What are we doing tonight? What are we doing right now? We're allowing our live stream audience to dictate the conversation and where it's going. For example, if Chris Swanson asks us a question, we're answering. So what's happening here? Content is being created. The best and the most raw content. You take your live stream, you have two things. Restream, StreamYard, most of these tools allows you to export it into audio. With the Mm. audio stream, now you can upload it into a podcast. Yes. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. you can chop this video up Okay, this, mm-hmm. let's say we're on the show for an hour tonight. Do you know how many minute and half clips you can chop up with one yes. live stream? And all the golden nuggets from DJ, Jeremy, or whatever Eldrick said, now you can chop those pieces up. Content. You have mm-hmm. a writer like Eldrick, someone that can write copy. You sent no. them over this YouTube link of this video, right? <laughs> Blogs are created. Yes. Okay. From the blogs, think about the amount of content you just created from one live stream. That's a month of content that you can post across social channels. If biz, small and mid-sized businesses can think that way, mm-hmm. it's gold. We're overthinking mm-hmm. the way the digital marketing game is, right? Mm-hmm. I think too many people are sitting around having boardroom meetings on what's the next piece of content. Okay, and then now really? they're on a they're on a shoestring budget, right? Oh, we well we don't want to spend five thousand a month. We don't want to spend ten thousand a month. Well, then do the work. You know, you gotta trade time, right? Do the work. It's hard. You know? It's not easy. It's yeah. Not easy. Yep. So you create the live show. You put content out there, and you can do this weekly. Um, I know with StreamYard, it's a very limited production, right? You just uh, pay for the platform and you hit a button, you share it everywhere. And it's pretty easy to upload your logo, your background, um, your intro video. Yeah. But that's all you need to get started to create content. That's it. That's it. And, and, and it works and you keep going and you learn. And again, you refine and you spend your time on what is really productive, what is really worthy. That is, uh, I, like I said, you know, I think it's evergreen long form, like long-term content that really, and then, yeah, because starting with like the smaller and working your way back, that makes no sense to me. (laughs) I don't have time for that. And the beauty is of like, like we're streaming it straight to YouTube. Right, so it's YouTube yeah. Live. It stays YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, it's searchable content. People can find it. It doesn't go anywhere. I'm like, right? if you're not streaming to YouTube, like, and your Twitch, it disappears. LinkedIn, it gets lost. Facebook, I don't know what's going on. They're changing stuff all the time, so I don't mm-hmm. know. 
<laughs> you know, but at least YouTube seems to with that search engine behind it, really that long, you know, it seems like there's going to be some longevity there. But for me, you know, website is your website, your intellectual property. Keep that, baby. Make sure it's on your website to get your your MP4 files on your external hard drives and saved because you just never know in case you just need to put it all back up somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the beauty of YouTube too, right? From YouTube, you can export it. You can export it and, and save it into a MP4. Yeah. It does com yeah. the converting for you, right? And yeah. so, so I, think, I mean, I mean that's YouTube's huge. really trying to add clipping in there. I know Twitch does clipping. You can go back and clip your own and like super quick clip it. It gives you like the markers, the videos, like it's really great. You can even do it while you're live streaming if you get efficient enough to clip your own stuff while you're streaming. I mean, talk about time saving there, right? <laughs> but I mean, and I got a stream deck. I got a stream deck that you just push the button and it'll like start the clip. I'm like, wow, you know, like really using what you got and, and really like working with your time efficiently and focusing on really where the purpose really lies. Where's that trunk of of your business? Like those pillars, right? We talk about pillars, I think, in marketing a lot and knowing what those pillars mm -hmm. are to you in your business that really mm -hmm. like uphold all the content. And then on top of that, if you think about it, you produce enough live streaming content, it gets indexed for SEO. So um, search engines crawl it. So it's actually, it lifts your brand up, right? Um, yeah. Like DJ said, putting it on her website. Uh, you know, even if Eldrick, you know, he's really big on using Substack. Um, you know, mm -hmm. he uh, talks about Medium and all these things. I it's love index. Medium. It's index, yeah. right? So yeah. it's actually, you can actually lift your searchability. It doesn't matter your brand, your personal brand. You're searchable. The more content you're producing, it doesn't go away. It's on the internet. So, and uh, and I see businesses pay thousands of dollars to, you know, for SEO, right? On a monthly basis to create, you know, hey, how can we become more searchable? The SEO game has changed. It's no longer about a few keywords, changing meta tags, you know, it's being able to produce relevant content because you got to remember how does Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, how do they make money, right? How do these search engine make money? It's either through advertising dollars or through how good their search engine is. So hmm. you're, if you are putting work into making their search engine better by producing relevant content, they're going to index you on top of whatever search term you have. So those are things that you need to think about. And live streaming is an easy way to put content out there so that is indexed. And it's like DJ said, it's evergreen. It, it's there. It's not going away. You know? I think one, one, of the, one of the things about um, live streaming is we also need to talk about the nature of the business. right? Yeah. Uh, the way I see it, you either categorize it as um, B2C or B2B mm -hmm. or or maybe in the live stream world, it's more of are you live streaming selling products like in a retail sense, or are you live streaming to selling services? So those are very two different natures of live streaming. Because if you're selling products, 
we've all seen that right with the <laughs> pandemic but a lot of a lot of retail got shut down so how they can they reach out to 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 customers they do live stream it's the only way because you know the pent-up demand is that people want to shop they can't go to your store so what's the next best thing you do live stream right uh and if you look at it live stream is just another version of your what do you call that sell television those are uh, tv channels where they keep selling infomercials yeah infomercial channels right so those it's just a live version of that really yeah. right but to, so to the person need, viewing we, it jeremy you, you we yeah. need to um plan a qvs version of QVS. live streaming where jeremy you need to find a couple brands and we'll do one where we're selling <laughs> products. selling products merchandise <laughs> we don't have our own merchandise yet so maybe you can do that so that's that's one that's one uh, way people are using live stream if you are selling products so you you push somebody out who knows a lot of the product and who is comfortable doing it if they're not comfortable they will over time you know to start live sales uh and and then the other way you utilize uh live stream is for products and services which is i guess kind of um sorry services yeah which is kind of like our realm here um and really with services when you do live stream it's not about hey look at this t-shirt hey look at this product i can do xyz but it is more of uh using live stream to showcase your knowledge your expertise and usually that can only be done uh through interactions uh through q a's um and i think when we talk about live stream the key component here is the live part yeah uh with live sales uh of products is different from qvs because you get all the people asking questions real time yeah and then you know these people are asking uh during your life they have a huge intent to buy because they really want to know and they want to answer now and you can do live um uh, promotions on the spot right time-based kind of thing so the live component is really very important uh for for services then the live part really is this uh q a part to to showcase that you know you can think of your feet uh, because you have that knowledge you have the expertise on this topic you're in your wheelhouse, like you mentioned, DJ. Uh, and that's when you know it's, it's not questionable. You can't question that person's ex expertise because if the person doesn't know and says that he know, the person can't do live Google search and, oh, I search Google now and give you the answer. Then you know that person doesn't know. Um, Everything is superficial, yeah? So I think the live component uh, is important. And I think that's why it's a very unique uh, uh, channel way to market for SME. So... If you are really, if you're a small medium business, you really think about live streaming. You need to really factor in this live component because that's the win. That's the one thing that differentiates. It's so connected, like you, you're so connected with in that real time. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like it. And you know, I think a lot of people are on LinkedIn. You know, because our predominantly our show is on LinkedIn. But I think a lot of people on LinkedIn, you're seeing all these messaging bots, right? Where they're trying to sell to you or pitch to you and different things. And I remember last show, Eldrick said he doesn't even look at his inbox, right? Mm -hmm. But think about utilizing live streaming as even a prospecting tool. What's mm -hmm. a better way to get your potential customer or to get in front of you conversing? Right. Yes. So yes. Invite them to be a guest. You know, you can invite them to be a guest and let them talk. Right. And that's the same as going to a networking event and inviting someone to the table and just sitting with you. But have genuine conversations with them, not thinking yeah. about selling to that person. But you yeah. get to know each other. It warms them up and you become friends. 
And from there, you can either get a referral. Because who are they going to think of the next time they need something for marketing? Most likely, hey, I've been on Kevin's show a couple times. Hey, maybe I'll talk to Kevin. Or hey, uh, DJ might know someone that needs a website belt that needs accessibility. She's going to remember Kevin. You know, little things like that. Small SMEs don't aren't thinking about. The power of live streaming goes beyond just, oh, just hopping on a show and we're just talking to random people on social media. No, if the strategy is right and you're genuinely caring and put, you know, and inviting guests and building relationships, it snowballs, you hmm. know, because that's how you can build a network of, you know, your, what is it? Um, there's a saying, right? Your network is your net worth. Yeah, with yeah oh yeah and i think at the end of the day with social media live streaming everything that we do in this ecosystem is about building our network mm-hmm. it's about who I, you know i i do think that uh what what you mentioned is it's real it's genuine but it's getting very hard to do uh no because because of the way because of the way the digital world has evolved mm. and um yeah, uh, you don't want to hard sell that has proven to fail all the time. Yep. But if you come across as someone who wants to have a conversation, who wants to network, who wants to ask me how's my day, how's my dog, how's my cat, and things like that. And in truth, in truth, we can smell agenda behind these questions <laughs> and if i can if i can guess the sequence of your questions leading to the big question which is again on what you want to offer what you want to sell what you want to do for me and things like that i'll kill you right up front yeah just finish absolutely. You off. I, 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 ignore you you're not gonna get my attention at all so from that perspective i perfectly appreciate those people right direct and upfront say oh you know um look through your stuff i think you can do this better uh this is what we do and this is how i can help you four bullet points that's it and then if i respond and don't respond that's it's up to me but i appreciate it please don't waste my time by trying to say you know i want to build a genuine relationship with you i love your articles love it seriously Everyone who comments on my post and my article and say good article, I like it, thought provoking. I know it. The next, the next few days or a few weeks later, I'm gonna receive a DM on Twitter or on LinkedIn to say this is my article draft. Can you help me edit it? <laughs> no, dude. So, so guys, I mean, you send I mean, back a price list. You send back a price list. I can't be bothered. Um, I love it. I love uh, it. I, I think I think that I think that there are ways to be genuine, um, but you have to come across as yeah. someone who's genuine. No, yes. you can't That's quantify okay. it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you cannot quantify it. But the your the receiver of your message must feel it, and you know we are on social media for various uh, purposes. Vast majority is to advance our agenda. I get that too. But we are there as well to advance our agenda. 
if we can have a handshake, that's good. If we can't, you know, don't, don't, I think the best thing to do today is not to bring people on a wild goose chase. Like seriously, mm. like, respect the time. Have to, respect the time. You don't have to. It, you can have a straight through processing on uh, how you want to build your relationships and things like that. But in truth, you know, people are tired. I, I don't know how most people think about this, but I, I don't put myself out there as much in, in video and live stream form, but I do it in a more indirect way. So content, long form, medium, and things like that. And some comments that I receive, if I can sense that after this comment, the next comment is going to be like this, it's going to be like this, and it's going to be like this. I'm sorry, man. You're not going to get my attention. I mean, thanks for helping me crawl my content, but... Uh, probably no that fake comment. I'll just put it this way. I think let's collectively not treat the internet like a rubbish bin. <laughs> if you treat my DM... Uh, as a rubbish bin. No way, dude. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get anything out of me. Well, of course, I, I don't want to treat yours as a rubbish bin too. So, so I think uh, a little mutual respect here and there. You in the internet, you do not know who's your who your counterparty is. So you can only treat everyone else with respect, like bare minimum. Like, don't spam. Don't do don't do things like you know. I love your stuff. I love your stuff. I love your stuff. I love your stuff. I'm like, look, if you have time to do that, do something productive for yourself. Like, don't go and comment. I love your stuff, and, and just just produce something that you are genuinely proud of, whether people like it or not. Yeah, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that's the long game. Mm -hmm. If, if right. you just want to do something because you want people to give you free services, you want people to give you uh, the, the attention for your business and things like that, I'm, I'm very sorry to tell you you'll be successful in your first year. But beyond that, I have no purview how this is going to be. And if you are the, you know, entrepreneurship is sexy. I want to do my own thing. Startup is great. I'm an entrepreneur. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, success for the first year. After that, go and get your job. <laughs> that will be your life in front of you. For the next two years, I tell you straight up front. So don't do that. Seriously, yep. don't, and, treat, and a... don't treat don't treat everybody else's accounts like a rubbish bin. It stinks. <laughs> there's don't, a place for the... there's a place for I love your stuff. It's called the like button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No, uh, I I do have I do have uh, consumers of my long form content who doesn't engage. Who doesn't like? Who doesn't clap? But that's me, Aldrich. Know, no, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's perfectly fine. I, I follow your content medium. that I don't like. I don't engage. Give me that clap on medium. Uh, yeah, the the clap thing is like. Mm. Uh, so so I think, I think if you want if you want to do this if you want to if you want to like share with the world what you have and things like that. Uh, go all go all in on that, but be respectful of other people, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so on on one extreme, hard sell fails. On the other extreme, be genuine. Don't don't try to script the relationship building. Yes, it will yeah. fail. I, I'll put it up front. You will fail. No matter how fanciful your tactic is, people can smell it. 
We are not dumb. And now I just want to ask your thoughts on bots. <laughs> like, <chat laughs> Go ahead, Aldrich. Aldrich, your thoughts on bots. Let's jump soapboxes. Let's jump soapboxes. I love it. No, I mean, like, um, uh, you know, people invest a lot on, on their bots and their software and things like that. I mean, like, I understand why, but for me, it's not going to work. Because it's like... <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work because it's obvious. It's very obvious that you're using a bot. It's very obvious that you're using an AI software to spit out your four-minute long-form content and things like that. It's very, very obvious. I mean, like, bots can only write objective stuff as of today. I can't sense tonality. I can't sense emotions. I cannot sense anything beyond it. So at best, it's a scientific paper. At best. If I read it and I'm thinking, is this person a real person? The moment I have that thought, I'll Oof. default to a bot. I'll default it. So I was like, mm-hmm. fine, forget it. The way I think about this is if you look at uh, personalities that are very open, that are very expressive, uh, like, like JP Morgan's CEO, like Jamie Dimon, he doesn't give a shit about what you think on um, Bitcoin. He doesn't give a shit about what you think about, you know, the monetary policy, the federal policy and things like that. He doesn't give a shit. Now, if you have a profile, something like that, and his messages are like so neutral, something's off. So I, I think about it that way. I don't think any humans can be so cold, so neutral to a point where it's a scientific paper. Mm. Because you, you have to hold back a lot to write a scientific paper but you don't hold back that much to write a content it don't freaking make sense i mean like how are you going to produce a video content if you hold back everything mm-hmm. hold back your emotions try hold back your emotions hi good morning this is what i'm going to talk about i'm going to talk about this oh and it's difficult to remove your tonality hi good morning even that's tough right hi good morning mm-hmm. no i couldn't Doesn't do work. it yeah, so so that's how I think about it. I think there's a place for bots. Um, I didn't have any, but this conversation taught me that I think for the uh, for the more uh, I don't know what's the appropriate word to to describe this group of people. So please pardon me. I don't. I have uh, no offense. Uh, but for the for the more disadvantaged in society, probably we can use bots as part of conversion tool. So let's say crawl your website and then the bots can read out to you what's written. Yes. Yes. Your alt text. Uh, yes. I think that's a good thing to do. Yes. There should be a market for that. But mm. if you're using it, <laughs> if you're using it just to, to get leads, to, to get people's attention and things like that, I think, no. 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 Funny, funny true story on bots, yeah? Since we're talking about this, uh, this really happened. is in the news in Singapore last week. Uh, so the Ministry of Health uh, has this chat bot, right, that you can ask questions about, right? So I'm looking at the screenshot now. So somebody asked, right, my daughter tested COVID positive. What should I do? And the answer from the chat bot is, you should practice safe sex though, through <laughs> the correct and consistent use of condoms, etc., oh etc. And and so this made the news because now this chatbot has been removed. So yeah, in, in answer to your question about bots, yeah, here's one example of a not so well implemented bot chatbot. Oh goodness. 
<laughs> no, so 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 back to back to uh DJ's questions. I I think I think that the bots have a place. Just just don't just don't misuse them for uh don't abuse them. Hmm. And and it defaults back to my my very first principle. Don't just just don't treat other people's accounts like a rubbish bin or a rubbish. Uh, what what's the term in US? Oh, right. no, you no, guys no. call it a rubbish dump. Do you guys call a it a dumpster? Dumpster fire. Seriously, just just don't do that. <laughs> right. No, but for accessibility, yes. I mean, you do want to think of functionality of someone that wouldn't be wouldn't be able to see or read or. Uh, intake the information or a screen reader or as accessible device is reading the information for them. Hmm. No, and I think the biggest takeaway from tonight's show is really, you know, is being genuine and authentic and hmm. know your purpose, the, your why behind why you're doing the things you're doing and be mindful of others, you know, um, and forget vanity metrics because at the end of the day, you know, marketing when you're talking about marketing uh, is not measured based on affinity you know it's mm. based on your goals and marketing's a long game um, relationships is definitely a long game so i don't know why people expect conversions overnight conversions utilizing a bot or you know some funnel you know when relationships take time so mm -hmm. business relationships take time these people aren't coming to a car lot with thinking that they're ready to buy a car, okay? Um, especially in the B2B space, you know, people are, need to understand the value that you're bringing. Mm -hmm. So everything we do is about problem solving. So can your business, um, your coaching, your consulting, whatever you do, ask yourself, am I solving a problem? And if you can solve a problem, you find those people that have that problem and go solve it. That's business 101. It's that yeah, simple. And if you have a solution that answer to enough people's problems, you have a business and that business will last. And you put yourself out there to show that you can solve that problem. It's really that simple. But I think we you, overcomplicate things. Yeah, you, you, can, so. you can solve a problem, but people may not know that. But the problem you're solving, there are... 20 other people who also can yep. solve the same problem, right? So if we want to pull it back to today's topic about live stream, it boils down to exactly what you said, Kevin, relationships. Why? Because people buy from people they know. And how can people know you? I think live stream is a good way. Um, even if you are selling a solution for a company, it's B2B, people still buy from people they know. They know the brand, but ultimately, they want to buy the brand, but they might still only buy. But if the salesperson... Is, is a horrible person, they still won't buy from, from him or her, right? People buy from people they know, Jeremy, people buy from people they Jeremy, love. Jeremy, I think like. it, go, it goes back to what Eldrick said too. Mm -hmm. It goes beyond people buy from people they know. People mm -hmm. buy from people they trust. Ooh. They got to know you first, then they trust. Yep, and then they, yeah. but then trust is, trust build. is built through build. time, right? Yeah. It's through rapport, uh, you know, building, right? So just right. yeah, see. Like you said, respecting others' time. You know, if your website's accessible, they can get what they need. They can get in and out. Um, everything's clear. It's organized. Really, it just helps everyone. So a lot of that, I think all these points really kind of align a lot. There's a lot of alignment when we talk about this. And we, 
you know, keep going back to these similar points about, you know, being respectful, being considerate, um, making, thinking of your strategies and what you're doing and your marketing and your live streaming, your purpose and making everything intent with intention. I mm, talk so about good. intention, but I mean, really it goes back to the intention. Why am I making this piece? And then making some smart strategies. I, I, I'll just add a concluding comment on that for the night. Um, I think that the Western world is obsessed with the start with why thing, and I can understand what I can understand <laughs> why so. <laughs> Find your why. I don't think that's the way to start something, and I don't think that's the way to get out of your comfort zone. I think go experiment first mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm tweak what you're doing yes then ask yourself how can i do this better and why am i doing this for my future don't be a parrot and say start with why start with why start with why no okay don't do that especially when you are an introvert and it takes forever for you to learn something new it takes forever for you to experiment with something new and you have a million excuses just to do one fucking thing you don't want to you don't want to have the granddaddy excuse of i need to know my why and i'm going to a coffee shop with a starbucks and i and i'm thinking you know this oh no i haven't figured it out yet let me go home let me go cook an egg let me go attend a live stream fuck that seriously try get into the momentum and then go figure out your why the more you do it the more you will figure out why you're doing it oh god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so true so true but execution talking- is everything yep. mm-hmm. if you don't execute a single damn thing and everything is just here i'm sorry you're just going to die with all your brilliant ideas in your fucking head so don't do that <laughs> Why are you gonna do that? Spend time, do it. As you do, you think. The best brains is this. Period. No, sorry. So don't be too obsessed. No, seriously, don't be too obsessed. It's not helping. It's not helping. If you're an extrovert, same thing. Do talk later. If you're an introvert, do think later. But don't do bad stuff, okay? I'm just trying to say everyone has their own comfort zone. I'm just trying to say there's a lot of people who, you know, they take a lot of effort to just break through and do something new. Mm-hmm. And especially if we're talking about marketing, live streaming, doing your own business mm. and things like that. If you still want to stay in your own cocoon, you're not going to get anything done. So for yourself, not for me, i got nothing to sell you tonight. But for yourself, <laughs> experiment first. Yeah. You can always procrastinate the why. So, you know, guys, you love to procrastinate, right? So procrastinate <laughs> the right things. Procrastinate that. Don't bother. Like, seriously, that's my concluding comment. For no, me. and that's a great point because, you know, you we discover our why in life through our journey. So, mm-hmm. and our actions. So that's how you discover your why. It's not just thinking about why. But it's doing yeah in a coffee shop you know yeah (laughs) six hours a day like what's my why why am i here (laughs) look don't overthink it you know why you're here your parents brought you here (laughs) sorry 
It's for you to realize the value in your life. Okay, so so don't just don't just don't for yourself. Cheers. You know, for <laughs> so DJ, tell our audience tonight. You know, for those who's gonna rewatch this, who's not already following you, what's the best way to follow you? Tell them about your live show. Um, let your mayhem be known. Yes. Go. Yes, that's it. Uh, so it's Mondays. It's been streaming on LinkedIn, Twitch, Facebook. I'm on Twitter. So, uh, all over the place, I guess. YouTube, of course, it's there. All the content's there. <laughs> Hi, Mackenzie. Uh, I just want, just, uh, it's, it's, I love it. I'm there every Monday. Um, Silver Fox Talks is my handle, so it's really easy to find. I use it across all my social media platforms. Uh, and then same email, Gmail, um, silverfoxtalks at Gmail. So, uh, and I have my website. That's pretty simple, clean. Well, thank you for being on our show tonight, and we appreciate you. And I'll, hey, if we I get a chance, I'll jump on your show as well on Mondays. So, yep. yeah, yeah. We'll have so. to come up with some good topic then, something special just for you. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for being on tonight. And remember, guys, um, follow Silver Fox Talks. So, all right. Have a good night or morning. Thank you. Morning. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Are you okay now?